Welcome back for part two of Pastor Tim's message, reading the signs of the times from Luke chapter 12, verses 54 through 59. As one of the signs of the times, Jesus said that the love of many will grow cold and that we will see an increase in lawlessness. Is there anything else in the news? We are living through these signs, these birth pangs that promise the coming of the Lord. We want you to be aware and be prepared. Here's Pastor Tim. Number four, there are technological signs. Technological signs. We could say one of those reasons why the gospel can be heard around the world is because of technology. Technology is ever-changing, isn't it? I read an article. This had been, this is when I first kind of started ministry, so this was about 30 years ago. And it talked about, it was, a, it was an article about, um, about heart disease. And in the article it said that what we know about heart disease, or what we know about the heart itself, the knowledge of that doubles every five years. I thought, man, that is, that is remarkable. When you think about how how treatment of heart disease has changed even in your lifetime. And it doesn't matter how old you are either, by the way. It has changed in your lifetime. And then I read this. Not just about the heart, but the volume of knowledge that is in the world. How do, how do you arrive at that? I don't know. People smarter than me. But in 1945... Whatever that is, this volume of knowledge. In 1945, that doubled every 25 years. It's amazing, isn't it? Fifteen years ago, this volume of knowledge doubled every year. Every year. In 2020, the volume of knowledge doubled every 73 days. Today... The volume of knowledge that's in the world doubles every 12 hours. Technology is ever-changing. For some, it is a God itself. For others, it is a tool. For some, it's some kind of evil. Reality is this. We live in a world that is ever-changing, serving a God who never changes. His knowledge doesn't double ever because He already is omniscient. His power never changes because He is already omnipotent. His presence never changes. He is already omnipresent. He already has promised never to leave you and never to forsake you. The change and the rise in technology is to show us how far we are still from who God is. He is so great, so wonderful. So worthy of our praise that no amount of technology can ever catch up. 
there are also political signs. Political signs of the times. We live in a day now where wars are fought. And by the way, he said that wars would increase. Rumors of wars would increase. Civil wars would increase. We don't live in a day today where enemies wear separate uniforms. We don't even live in a day today where wars take place between people. That technology we were just talking about becomes the very centerpiece, the front line oftentimes, of a war itself that you feel helpless to battle. The Bible says that we will begin to look more and more in certain areas of the world as these wars and rumors of wars increase. It says that we will, we will look to the remote parts of the north. You know where that is? That's Russia. What have we been talking about now for two years? They want us to think that your gas prices are going up just because of something that Russia's doing. That elections happen because of something that Russia's doing. We're going to put everything off on that. Why? The Bible simply says that our focus is going to go there. It says that our focus is going to go toward a power out of the east that can supply 200 million troops. Do you know that there's already a nation on earth that could supply 200 million troops if called upon in an instant? It's China. They've already boasted that they could fulfill that number. Focus is going to go to Israel. We're going to talk about that a little bit more in a minute. Focus is going to go to those Arab nations. You know where the focus is not going? To the great superpower of the West. You don't find that one in your scriptures. What does that mean? Does it mean that we're not going to be here? Does it mean that we don't play a vital part? We think the whole world revolves around us. And God has everything in the palm of His hand. I mentioned Israel. There are also Holy Land signs. Holy Land signs that are coming. One of those great prophecies that needed to be fulfilled before the Lord came back was fulfilled in the lifetime of some of you. May the 14th, 1948. It's when Israel was reestablished as a nation. The Bible had said already that, that God would gather His people again from the four corners of the earth and restore their land to them. And He has. In a miraculous way. Think about the nation of Israel. Can you picture it on a map? Just one little sliver of land on the eastern side of the Mediterranean. Surrounding it in every direction in nations that are huge are peoples who want to wipe them off the face of the earth. Why has that not happened? Because the hand of God protects them. If America's going to find itself anywhere at play in the end times, we better find Israel and stay close to her.
one of the things that's going to occur between the rapture of the church and the second coming during that tribulation period is the rebuilding of the third temple. There have been two temples in Israel. The last one was destroyed in 70 AD and with it every record. So that if you ask a Jewish friend today, what tribe are you from? Tim talked about the tribes of Issachar today. Are you from the tribes of Issachar? If they were honest, they'd have to say, I don't know. Because all of those records were destroyed. Here's the issue though. When God says, I'm going to restore 12,000 from each one of those 12 tribes, guess who still knows who's who? (laughs) He doesn't need a scorecard or a uniform. He already knows. Right? There's a third temple that's going to be built. Everything for that third temple is already in possession and in place in Israel. Every brick, every timber, every utensil, every piece of furniture. The third temple could be built just as soon as somebody wants to. So what are they waiting for? They're waiting on that temple mount. You know what sits on the temple mount today or right next to it? Is the Dome of the Rock. Where millions of Muslims around the world concentrate on and want to claim as their own. Talk about Armageddon getting ready to break out. Just wait till the third temple is built right on the shores of the Dome of the Rock. These are things that are already in place. But it's also things that continue to change. Bob Stone shared an article with me and I looked it up. In September of this year, just two months ago, five perfect red heifers were imported out of Texas and into Jerusalem. Say, Tim, why is that? What, what difference does that make? Because the Bible says that a red heifer that is born in Israel in perfection will be sacrificed in order to cleanse what? The third temple. It's the signs of the times. These are the days that we live in. Yes, this is a time that has been set, but these are also a time that has been signaled to us. God continues to send us a signal that these times are coming. Let me share with you two more things about that. Not only is it a set time and a signal time, but it's a time that is sure. It's a time that's sure. You say, Tim, maybe this is just wishful thinking. Maybe this is those kinds of things that people make up because they want to feel better about the future. Jesus said, if these things were not so, I would have told you. We let people believe things that aren't true just because it makes them feel better. But Jesus doesn't do that. If these things were not so, he said, I would have told you. But he says, I am going to prepare a place for you, and I will come again and receive you unto myself. It is sure. 
The angel said, this same Jesus that you've seen going up is the same Jesus that's coming back. Give you one more thing. It's also a time that is soon. It's soon. It's closer than it's ever been before. That's why Jesus says to them in verse 56, you discern the face of the sky and the earth, and then with fervor he says, how is it that you do not discern this time? Why? Even of yourselves, do you not judge what is right? Why don't you take time to look through these things? He's coming. And He's coming soon. The children of the tribes of Issachar understood these times. But they also knew what Israel ought to do. It's one thing for you to be a student of the signs. To know what these signs are. To know that Jesus is coming again and that He is coming again soon. But do you know what you're supposed to do about that? In the illustration that Jesus gives, He says, you're on your way to the magistrate. You're on your way to the judge. Why would you wait until you get to the judge instead? (laughs) Go to your neighbor and make sure that you make things right first. If not, the judgment is going to be sure and the judgment is going to be full. So what do you do to be sure? You give your heart to Jesus. That's where it starts. You give your heart to Jesus. I don't mean mean being a church member. I don't mean being baptized. I don't mean any of those kinds of things. I mean know that you know that you belong to Christ. Have you given your heart to Him? To your Lord? Your Master? The boss of your life? If he is, then you're well on your way. So is there something else? Well, then yeah. If he is the boss, if he is the Lord, if he is the master, then I need to obey. I need to live a life of obedience. I need to live a life of obedience. I need to live a life that pleases him. Those things that we used to do, The things that we used to be known for. The sins that so easily entangle us. Let that go. Live a life of holiness and righteousness. You can't do that by yourself, but you can do that through His power. And then there's a third thing that you can do. It's to live prepared. To live prepared. If you know that He's coming again, use the illustration that Jesus uses elsewhere. If the man knew that the thief was going to break into his house that night, wouldn't he have armed himself? Wouldn't he have fortified his home? 
wouldn't he be ready? Be ready. He's coming. Make sure that he finds you right. Let me ask you to bow your head and close your eyes with me for a moment. Do you know that you know that you belong to the Lord? I mean, he loves you. He cares about you. He sent his son to die on a cross in your place that you may be made right with him. He's knocking. How do you answer? I want to encourage you to say yes to Jesus. To come in just a moment and say, Tim, I want to ask Jesus into my heart. You know, one of the things I shared with the teenagers today was, As a 12-year-old, I was too embarrassed to do that. Don't you be. Are you living your life for Him? Is your life characterized by righteousness, by holiness, by Christ-likeness? Why not come and make those things right with Him today? Are you ready? Are you prepared? I want you to be. You can start that process today. Lord Jesus, I ask that Your Spirit today would have freedom in the heart of every person here to draw them to Yourself, to draw them close to You. I've stammered all over my words today. And yet your truth remains the same. Do the work that only you can do, Father. As we anticipate the coming of our sweet Lord Jesus. In his name I pray. Amen. Stand with me where you are. If you need to come, I'm going to wait for you. But if you want to come to the altar, you can do that. Maybe you do want to give your heart to Jesus. Maybe there is something you want to pray about. Maybe you do want to plant your life in our church, whatever it is. Let's do that, okay? Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. That address is churchoffice at brittdavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Britt David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Thanks again for joining us here on Brit David Podcast.